Welcome to the Ipswich Community Youth Service Laidback Hour. My name is Andrew. Thanks for joining me for this segment. We are here from the Ipswich Community Youth Service Get Set for Work program, which is funded by the Queensland Government under the Skilling Queenslanders for Work initiative. Unfortunately, things have been so busy, I haven't had a chance to get a co-host on board this week, so uh, my apologies. I'll try my best not to bore you uh, listeners with, just with my voice, and uh, we'll speak to a couple of guests. Erin um, is a local Ipswich lady, so she's doing a great job out there in Ipswich that not many females um, that I know of do, so we'll speak to her shortly. And also uh, in the studio, uh, we're going to have Byron, who was a senior producer here at Phoenix Radio, so he's going to come on and have a chat to us as well. Okay, listeners, now it's time to find out about our first guest, Byron, senior producer here at Phoenix Radio. Thanks for taking the time, uh, Byron, out of your busy day. Um, And at such short notice, I've thrown you in the deep end, so I hope that's okay. That's okay. It's all good. (laughs) Yeah, mate, things have been under the pump, so uh, I do apologise. That's okay. Righto, Byron, can you please tell us what your role here at uh, Phoenix Radio, what it involves, what so, it is? So, as a senior producer, which I sort of put myself in, um, I go around working with shows, making sure that they've got scripts and, um, what else, organising guests and such, so it's sort of like what you do, except um, for the shows that I've worked on, it's a bit more hectic, oh, a bit okay. more... Higher pressure situations. Yeah, so you're saying I can't sort of slip no. into the one them roles yet? Maybe. I mean, <laughs> you know, it might just take a little bit, you know, bit see how tuning. you go for this one. <laughs> right, Byron. How long have you been in your current role for? Um, I've been doing this um, on and off. Well, I've been studying here since 2018 and yeah. then producing stuff since 2019. Oh, okay. So, yeah, two-ish years. Yeah, yeah, great stuff. Um, okay, so what was your first role in the industry and how did, or how long did you do it for, I should say? Well, within the industry, I first started at um, the community radio station 96.5 yep. in 2015, did a week of work experience there yep. for school and then went on to 4ZZZ in the Valley and did a few little in-house things. And then I started doing radio here in 2019 in my second year of uni and here we are now. <laughs> Yeah, so you always sort of had a passion to do this? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, did. Okay. Mm. Right, cool. Um, I suppose, well, you were saying about you had a passion to be um, on radio. Was mm-hmm. that like, did you plan on being a presenter or a, um, a producer? Um, at the time, I wasn't really sure, but since starting on air, I've decided that I prefer the producer side. You yeah. get to work with a lot of fun people and... You know, not be on air too much. Oh, okay. Something you're not keen on. I don't mind being on air. It's just I prefer doing the um, preparation oh, and organisation, that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, that's fair enough, mate. Cool. Full credit to you. What's your pros and cons of being a producer? Well, I suppose with both sides, you get to work with a lot of fun and or crazy people. <laughs> um, I don't know. I have to think about it. Um Oh, I suppose a pro would be working with uh, producer Russell over here. Yeah. That'd have to be a pro for working sure. Working with Russell last year on one of our programs a little bit, which was great. Yeah, okay. Cons would be working with uh, so many uh, Queensland Maroon supporters. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm of the persuasion of supporting Queensland, so okay. I don't mind that, but I don't mind working with whoever, whichever no. team you support. <laughs> That's all right, mate. As Thanks. long as it's not Collingwood in the Thanks AFL. Thanks <laughs> Yeah, no, no, definitely not Collingwood. Trust me. Uh, Sydney Swans, yes, but not yeah. Collingwood, buddy. Um, so no doubt you're working with many people from all walks of life. 
Yeah. So you need to have great communication skills. Yes. Um, um, both written and you know verbal communication because you're with a producer on a traditional show like um, your commercial breakfast shows like on Nova, etc. You know you're talking with callers a lot as well as writing scripts and various things for your presenters. Yep. Yep. So yeah. You need yeah, to okay. keep that sort of in check. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Okay, we're going to continue speaking with our first guest, producer Byron, here at uh, Phoenix Radio. Thanks again, Byron, for joining us. That's okay. Okay, mate, we were, we were speaking about um, your current role out here um, mm-hmm. as a producer and so on. Yeah. Um, and the last one was about communication and so on. Mm-hmm. So no doubt you've got to be very creative in your role. Is this something you find easy or something you've had to adjust to? Um, it's a little bit of both. I enjoy the creativity of it, but it also can be a little bit challenging, especially if you're trying to write a script on um, a subject that you're not particularly interested in. Yep. Um, for example, if I was to be put onto a sports show and having to write about, let's say, cricket, it's not a, show, a sport I know much about, so yep, I'd yep. have to really try and tap into some people I know that know cricket okay. Do and some get their help. Uh, internet Googling, mate, yeah, or something like that. Nothing wrong with that. Consult uh, <laughs> Professor Wikipedia. <laughs> we do that all the time. <laughs> um, are there many uh, roles out there like yours? Are they hard to come by? Um, I think there are a lot of roles as producers, whether it be um, producing for radio, television, or doing social media work. Yep. I think there is a lot of it out there, especially now that more and more brands and different um, companies want to increase their social media presence. Yeah, okay. Okay, sweet. What's the hours like? Um... For me, doing stuff here at Phoenix Radio, it's only a volunteer thing, so I do probably um, three or four hours a week for the various shows that I do. Yeah, okay, yep. Yep. Um, But doing more um, shows in a proper work environment would probably be six or seven hours a day, I'd say. A day, yeah. For a couple of days a week, depending on the show you're on. So is that something you plan on going to, like a bigger radio station once you finish your studies? Hopefully, yes, depending yep. on who wants to hire me. Yeah, okay. Okay, or if Phoenix uh, Radio off your full-time job or something. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you have to come up with uh, a fair few ideas for the radio. Yes. Is this uh, part of you being creative, like thinking outside the box and so on? It is, yes. Um, again, sometimes it's not as easy as I would like it to be and yep. have to use my network of... Uh, co-producers around here and Russell included yep. sometimes yep and, and no doubt sort of you work um, like as part of a, a whole team so yep. you, you know you can rely on each other and stuff like that to yeah. get ideas on yeah absolutely yeah no that's yeah, pretty this good this whole industry is a very collaborative sort of medium and industry yep 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 yeah. no that's perfect but that's good um, do you need to try and recoup recruit guests for the segments or is that somebody else's job or? as a producer it's usually your job to go and look out for guests and stuff so for example if i was going to do an interview um on state of origin for yep. example if that was coming up i know you're a big fan of state of origin yes and russell likes the other side of the fence <laughs> we won't mention which sides um, but yeah, if I was going to do that, I'd try and get in touch with, um, let's say one of the sports journos at one of the big TV stations like Wally Lewis or Ben oh, Davis okay. yep. and try and get them to comment. Yep. If it was just a sort of commentary about the games coming up. Is that an easy thing to do? To it to can reach be out? when you know the right people. Okay. Yep. For example, you can tap into, well, I can tap into my network of my lecturer Spencer yeah, and he okay. knows a lot of people. Yes. Yes. Yep. No, that's perfect. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um, 
Okay, Byron, for our listeners, what would your advice be to anybody who was thinking doing the same form of work as you or study? Um, if you're looking to do producing and stuff, a lot of places will want you to have experience, whether it be in uh, film, television, radio, or media and communications, journalism, that sort of stuff. Yep. So if you're looking to do it, you'll probably need to study. Yep. Um, but if you've already got some study under your belt, then just give it a go. Yeah, just okay. Go, go contact, contact your local community radio station and just see if they've got anything that's going out there. That's the best way. Your community yeah. radios do a bit of volunteering and so yeah. on first. Absolutely, yep, yeah. Yep. In regards to your study, mm-hmm. how long does that take you? Um, the degree that I'm doing is a three-year degree. Yep. I'm currently in my fourth year, stretching it out a little bit. Oh, okay. But normally it should be about three years. Three years. I think okay. for most places. Yep, full-time study. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So that's good that you can, um, you know... Make it last over four years if it sort of works in with your schedule yeah. and so on. Okay, mate, lastly, before we <laughs> let you go... The big uh, important question. Yeah, the big important question from producer Russell. Marvel or DC and why? I'm going to have to say Marvel, mainly just because I haven't seen many of the DC films at all. Oh, okay. I've seen pretty much just the Spider-Man ones, the most recent Spider-Man ones, and that's mostly it. Oh, there you go. You got the thumbs up from producer Russell, so that's the main thing, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, big nod ahead. Okay, listeners, up now we have a very um, self-driven, passionate lady from Ipswich, Erin. How are you doing, Erin? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show. No, thank you for uh, coming on again at such a notice. You were chucked in the deep end, I know that. <laughs> I like that. Don't worry about that. No, no dramas. We'll just uh, go through some questions, if that's all right, Erin, and just ask you about your uh, life and your work and so on. Absolutely. Let's do it. Okay. So hopefully I've got this right. You're a business development <laughs> manager, but also a truck driver. Yes. Um, and I also do a bit of the marketing side of things as well. Oh, okay. Sweet. So who, who are you employed for? <laughs> Uh, a company called Team Transport and Logistics. Team Transport and Logistics, okay. Where are they based? Uh, we have a couple of depots, but my main base is Acacia Ridge. Yep, okay, sweet. Cool. Yeah. No dramas. So you are a local Ipswich lady, is that correct? I am, yeah. Okay. Where did you do your schooling at? Uh, at Woodcrest College in um, Springfield yes. up until grade 10 and then St. Peter Claver in Dinmore from 10 to 12. Okay, yep, no, both those schools well. Good education. Yeah. <laughs> um, what did you do upon leaving school, Erin? Uh, well, in school I did a diploma in children's services. So when I left, I went straight into childcare for about four years full time. Oh, okay, well... <laughs> Very different, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yep, okay. So, uh, straight into childcare, now you're a truck driver. Yeah. That's kind of wild, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit of a change, no doubt. Um, Do you own your business or are you working for an employer? No, I don't own the business, I work for an employer, yeah. Yeah, okay, sweet. Okay. How did you get into this current role as a truck driver? (laughs) Um... The the sales side of things was pretty easy to get into. Um, I basically just applied for all different types of sales roles. And the first company to take me on was a company called Civic Transport. 
and I had no idea what I was doing, but I was good at talking. And then the transport and truck passion followed that. So that's when I kind of started um, paying for my own lessons and and trying to get that license. And then I just kept um, upskilling to my MC license. Yeah, okay. So your current MC license, how long did that take you to get? Uh, well, you have to wait a year from your HR, and then uh, I just did a three-day course uh, with a with a trainer. So yep. overall, a couple of years, but the the course itself is only for the weekend. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Good work. Um, so I suppose it's quite amazing that you've taken a job on in a male-dominated industry. So full credit to you there. Any issues Thank since you, you took it on? Uh, yes. Uh, I, I don't like to be negative, but um, obviously that it does happen. Um, just just your normal industry-wide uh, things, but no, no dramas to make me not want to continue on. Yeah, yeah, you're just stuck with it, so full credit to you on that. Thank you. Yeah. Hopefully more uh, young ladies out there will get into this industry like yourself. <laughs> I hope so. I really hope so, because um, women with the licence that I have only make up 1% of Australia. Oh, wow, 1%. <laughs> That's sad. It makes me upset. <laughs> yeah. I would like to see a lot more women come out. Yeah, no, no, and yeah, like I said, you're an inspiration to females, so ho hopefully there's more listeners out there that um, are willing to take on what you've done and, uh, you know, go ahead on and try and achieve uh, their dreams and so on as well. I hope so, because if I can, anybody can. Yeah, and it's not only, you know, the trucking industry, you know, there's lots of young uh, ladies, females out there that want to be apprentices and so on, electricians, plumbers, carpenters. You know, yeah. jump on board and take it on and um, hopefully you've got supportive management around you to make you succeed. Yeah, that's right. And, the, I mean, it's getting more and more inclusive. So women, you know, we've got women who are pilots and engineers and some really impressive staff. Um, so I hope that people are seeing that and they're getting more and more encouraged by it. Yeah, and no, I suppose, Aaron, yeah, what we need is just more people like yourself um you know, talking about it, um, opening up, uh, encouraging yeah. the others to come on board and do that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I for just sure. Need to be loud and proud. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so, do you see this as a lifelong sort of job for you, like truck driving and so on, or do you just short term to see how you go? Uh, the transport industry is definitely life term for me. Um, sales, I'm not too sure if I'd like to stay doing this um, forever, which is why I got the MC licence for another avenue for me later when I decide to have children and stuff, if I want to maybe step back a bit or step into like a management role. Um, I know I'll move sideways or up, but I won't ever leave the transport company, like the transport um, industry, sorry. Yeah, well, that's great for the transport industry to know that. <laughs> Good work. <Yeah. laughs> um, is there anything you can suggest to any of our young female um, listeners maybe leaving school or have left school and maybe thinking join the industry? Yeah, well, I was thinking about what I did and basically I would give the same advice to what I did, which was basically apply for anything, any position in the transport industry you can see 
uh, particularly sales admin or like a warehouse role, are, are very um, they're very privy to keep, to get on younger and inexperienced people. So if you start in that sort of avenue, grab a mentor and just push to be upskilled as much as you can. Yep. That's that's what's going to get you in the in the bigger and better roles. Yes, and, um, um, yeah. If you stand back, then there's less likely that you're going to be offered those positions. Where if you get in there and show your initiative and um, do stuff, then then you yeah. are going to be sort of uh, like you said, upskilled and hopefully go into further roles. That's exactly right. Just annoy the crap out of your managers. Yeah, no, perfect. <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> Okay, as you would have heard, uh, we're talking to the lovely Erin from out at uh, Ipswich, a uh, young local lady who is a um, business development manager and also a truck driver. So we're just trying to dig in and find out a bit more about that. You still there, Erin? I'm here. Okay, beautiful. Okay, uh, what would your advice be to young females wanting to work in the industry? Throw as many tips to those young ladies as possible. Okay, so I guess what I just left off with, um, trying to get maybe a sales or an admin or a warehouse role straight off, um, but also looking into all the roles that there, there are in the transport industry, because there's hundreds that you might not even think of. Um, like, I work in the road sector, but, you know, fashion, if you're really into fashion, you could get into a place that, you know, air freighting those products around the world, you could become someone in the sea freight kind of sector, there's so many different avenues you can take so yep. my, my best um, advice would be to educate yourself about it and then think about what jumps out at you first and then just keep applying until someone gives you a shot yeah, for sure. And I suppose if there's any young ladies at school or doing further studies, you know, um, probably just going to a guidance officer and just asking what sort of uh, careers are in that industry there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, I mean, just think about what you've got in your house, your home, everything requires a truck or a farmer. So the agriculture and the transport industry goes hand in hand. So you can even start with something like that in agriculture. But all I really did was... Um, communication and, and behavioural and sales training, which is super easy. You can do it yourself for free. That's what I did. Um, a lot of YouTube like free courses. I never spent any money on that sort of side of things. But the only money I spent was getting my truck licence. Yeah, okay. Right on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, again... Even, even that most... Um, sorry. Most truck and um, driving school... Even with your forklift license, most of them do have like an afterpay or an open pay. If you're super young and you're not earning a lot of money, it is quite expensive. So you can yep. you can pay it off later if you need to. Yeah, for sure, and I suppose that's a good recommendation too to do that sort of stuff, um, especially like you said around forklifts and so on. Like they're not yeah. expensive, but they do help you get into those sort of industries. Yes. Yeah, That's for sure. They do. Um, okay, I suppose, how could someone like me or um, our organisation out here at Ipswich Community Youth Service be more supportive um, of young females wanting to end in the industry or or other male-dominated industry? It's not only this industry, but other industries as well. Um, well, I guess you, what you're doing now is fantastic already. Um, and obviously we, we do like to be encouraged and, you know, if you see a woman in a truck, 
give her a thumbs up. Um, and I guess just explain to them that even though things are male-dominated, the, the males out there can be very, very supportive. And it's kind of not expected because some aren't, but people like you are. So I guess just remind the girls of that. You know, it's not all men. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. I definitely had people that really, really encouraged me, and then there was people that didn't. So, yeah, you for know, sure. you got the best of it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I totally understand. It's just, uh, you know, positive reinforcement to, um, you know, stay strong and, um, you know, try and reach your goals with uh, supportive people around you, whether or not that's in the workplace, um, social side of things or family. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, anything out there would you like to say to any employees in the industry about giving um, young females like yourself a go? Um, I would just say... Please make it a bit more uh, like diverse because we actually want it more than any of the average shows right now because it's so hard to get a go. We're so eager that we will, in fact, impress you. So um, I just want everyone to know that you know you're not going to get let down by us. Um, give us a whirl and change that percentage. Really try and change it. Yeah, yeah. How about we increase it because one percent's not a great deal. No, definitely not. Yeah. Um, our trucking industry is uh, so important for our country, so we thank you for uh, your efforts, along with the other truckies. Um, you know, our nation does stop without um, all you ladies and gentlemen, plus our um, wonderful farmers out there that produce everything that we sort of need. Um, yeah. Yeah, so uh, one final thing. Uh, what can you say to our listeners about working and achieving goals that they said? Set, sorry. <laughs> uh, look, the one thing I can say is when you're about to do something really big for yourself, um, don't don't quit because that can be when it's hardest um, and it's hardest to push on is when you're you know when you're right about to do something really risky. Um, just remember not to keep yourself in your comfort zone, doing what's safe and what's comfortable because if you keep doing that, you're just gonna stay there with. No real career advancement, and um, just don't let the fear of failing, like, and just remember what you deserve and what you hope for. And if you manifest that, and think about it every day, and just start talking about yourself in a better way, like, talk about yourself like you're already a big deal, and then go out there and make yourself one. Yeah, for sure. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's the only way you're going to achieve it by, um, you know, thinking positive, um, working towards it and, um, you know, not even being disheartened. If you get knocked down, just get back up again and get straight back into it sort of thing. Yeah. 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 You won't remember all the little failures anyway. No, no, exactly. Okay, our our final question here, and this is, again, from producer Russell. Marvel or DC and why? Can you repeat that? Marvel or DC okay. comics and why? Uh, I don't know either of them. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. So we got, yeah, you know. Oh, no, that's all right. He, he, he's nodding his head, so he's okay with that. You're a bit like me when it comes to that. Yeah, sorry. I feel really terrible. No, that's all right. You, when you finish work tonight, you can go home and do your homework and uh, look up Marvel or DC. Yeah, and I'll email Russell later and tell him. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's totally fine, Aaron. Hey, uh, thanks again for um, coming on and joining us. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, have a safe day out on the roads, uh, not only you, but the rest of the truckies as well. And, uh, 
yeah, hopefully we can get more females into that industry. Yes, thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks, Aaron. See ya, bye. Okay, ladies and gents, that's all we have sort of time for um, today. So uh, thank you for listening in. I want to take this opportunity to thank uh, our guest or, um, you know, radio interviewees, Byron Nairn, for being our guest. Uh, We truly appreciate your time in these busy times. Um, Special thanks again to producer Russell and his management for giving us this opportunity and experience. Uh, We couldn't do it without you. Uh, That's all we have time for today on the ICYS Laidback Hour Get Set for Work program. Be kind, be safe, and goodbye.